Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. And you're listening to the Grok Science Show. That's right. It's a weekly look at the world of science, technology, and their effects on our daily lives. Coming up on today's program, Niall Nickel will join us to discuss the Apple Watch. So stay tuned for all of this. Plus the Grokatron 5000. And our world-famous question a week. Coming right up. Here. On the Grok's Science Show. Science Show. Well, we all look forward to the latest releases from Apple, but it seems as of late they're just releasing new and improved versions of the iPhone. Well, that is with the exception of the Apple Watch. Well, the Apple Watch is like the Fitbit and iPhone all wrapped into one, making it a smart and affordable gift this holiday season. Joining us today to talk about the Apple Watch is tech expert Niall Nickel. Mr. Nickel is expert on social media, technology, and human relations, president and CEO of Balance Engines LLC and Small Change, and he's joining us today to talk about what to expect from the Apple Watch. Mr. Nickel, thank you very much for joins today on the Grok Science Show. Absolutely. Great to be with you. I certainly are all eyes usually uh, on what's going on with Apple, and certainly seems like the new thing is the Apple Watch. So what, what can we expect from the Apple Watch? Well, you know, this is, uh, you mentioned the Fitbit earlier. This is like a Fitbit married with your iPhone uh, on your wrist. So everything the Fitbit does, this does, and in my opinion, probably does it a little bit better. We talk about wearable technology, which the Apple Watch is is clearly. Uh, most people think of the health options with it, and I'm no different in that respect. Uh, I looked at the Apple Watch first generation, and I decided that it just wasn't quite there. The second generation that's come out, I've been very excited about. I purchased one about a month ago now, and it has absolutely changed a lot of what I've been doing just based on the health aspects of it. That's not dealing with any of the things like I get all my text messages on my wrist, somebody calls my phone and I don't answer, it transcribes the message and I could see the transcribed message on my wrist. I've got all Siri access on my wrist. And if I ever get into a little bit of trouble, I've got an SOS emergency call service on my wrist as well. So sort of a neat and exciting thing. It seems like this is the direction Apple is pushing towards wearable technology. Do you think they eventually want to try and put it all in the watch? And Well, I don't think that we're ever going to get to that point. If it's for no other reason than the battery power and processing power we need, you need that bigger device with a bigger battery. And when we're trying to communicate with a cell phone, you need a little bit more power than people really want to put attached to their wrist to be able to communicate when maybe you're, uh, you know, five or ten miles from a cell phone tower. So it's not going to replace the Apple Watch, but what it does is it extends all of the, uh, and I said it's not going to replace the watch, it's not going to replace the phone. What it does is it extends all of those phone capabilities to your wrist. So now I know one of the big problems I used to have was I'd put my phone on my desk when I was in the office, and that meant if I was roaming around to another office or getting water, going to the break room, whatever it may be, uh, and my wife called, I'd miss that call. Now I don't miss the call. As a matter of fact, I could take the call right on my wrist, you know, text her back, whatever it may be. So I think when you look at how it supplements the iPhone, I think there's a lot of great things about it, but it will certainly never, nor is it intended to replace the iPhone. 
matter of fact, one of the things that I absolutely didn't know about this before I purchased it, and I think a lot of people don't know about this, but if you use Apple technology, you know, laptop, desktop, notebook, whatever it may be, if you have the watch on, when you're using that other device, it will detect you're in the uh, proximity, and it will automatically unlock that other device for you. So you don't have to sit down and log into the device. Because you have the Apple Watch on, it will automatically log you in. And you might say, well, what happens if somebody takes your watch? How does that work? Well, it turns out when you take the watch off of your wrist, it locks the watch. When you put the watch back on your wrist, you actually have to key in your PIN number to unlock it. Uh, to be able to get access to all of its functionality. Some kind of bio-readers uh, set for the future there. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, in fact, that would certainly be one of the next areas that I would expect them to go to. You know, I have to say, I would mentioned some of the health aspects of it. One of the other things that surprised me, and I didn't see it really advertised much. I see some of the advertisements now in, in Apple relating to this, but um, it automatically detects and monitors your heartbeat while it's on your wrist, which could be useful for a number of reasons. But if you're sedentary and maybe your heartbeat gets a little bit higher out of range for what your range normally is, it uh, sort of vibrates your wrist. They call it that haptic feedback. And it will uh, say, okay, uh, just take a minute and, uh, and breathe. And it goes through a breathing exercise with you. I've noticed when I get those alerts on my wrist and go through the exercise, my uh, my heartbeat will lower about 10 beats per minute. So sort of an interesting thing to lower the stress level and everything else that you don't think about having a, a wearable, a watch, but it's one of the neat features. Uh, how do you think it compares with other uh, wearable devices? You know, uh, I think there's pros and cons. The, the big thing that I think that it probably does better than most is with the built-in GPS that it has and then pairing with your iPhone when you get in close proximity and the additional processing power it gives you. I think if you're looking at uh, it measuring your, your workout metrics, you know, how far you walk, how far you run, what your heartbeat is and all of that, uh, Apple has worked hard to make those metrics very accurate. And when we look at some of the other wearables, Fitbit being one of them, they've struggled and had some challenges dealing with those issues lately. So I think it's pretty accurate there being completely waterproof, which it's not the only one in the market that is, but being waterproof lets you uh, get outside the fear of getting caught in the rain or if you get dunked in the pool or for that matter you're going to work out in the pool and you want it to track your pool laps it will do all of that while it's on your wrist so yeah, all in all i think it's probably a better fit it's a little bit more costly than some of the options you know the current watch is starts at about 369 it goes up to twelve hundred dollars but it's generally in the three to four hundred dollar price range for most options you're going to get uh, so being at the higher end of the price range, you'd expect it to be a little bit better, and it seems to perform that way. Uh, certainly at that price, I better uh, keep an eye on it. That's absolutely true. <laughs> it has a tendency to develop legs and walk away on its own. Uh, well, I'm curious, what about the, just the, the form factor? Uh, how do you like the look of it uh, compared to other uh, sort of uh, items on the market? What do you think? They've got a couple of different sizes, and when I initially looked at the watch, you know, quite honestly, it, it did float my boat. Uh, I was a Hamilton wearer before, sort of a regular analog style watch, upper end watch, but um, I like the look and the form factor and the feel of it. Although I've been very pleasantly surprised wearing the Apple watch on my wrist, 
it's much lighter than the alternatives that I've I've tried, including my old Hamilton. And uh, I don't know how they do it, but with the wristband, you simply just don't sweat underneath it. I have no clue how they make that work, but it's cooler and lighter on my wrists. So looking at it, there's a lot of things you could do with the bands to make it look better. There's some case-style options that you could do. So it's not horrible in its appearance, but it's certainly not going to win some fashion design awards, in my opinion. But it's very, very comfortable to wear. So uh, what's your advice then? Yeah, if you have somebody that, that's into remotes and all of that, there's a lot that you could do right from this device. Uh, it, it integrates with a lot of features uh, that you know are the wireless control features for your home. Uh, really great thing. So you know if you want to turn on and off your lights, control your thermostat, check the security camera and all of that, you could do all of that from your watch. If you have any health concerns, uh, this watch really could do a lot to help you keep and maintain your goals. So that, you know, if you have either one of those concerns, anybody does, I know I want to reach a 1,000 steps a day uh, on a, a daily basis, and it reminds me where I'm at through the day. So maybe if I should take that break and walk up and down the stairs or around the office, it'll give me a pleasant reminder to do that uh, on an hourly basis and let me know how I'm doing throughout the day. So from that perspective, if any of those are your concerns, it's a great watch to have. To joined by Mr. Niall Nickel. Mr. Nickel is the President and CEO of Balance Engines and Small Change, uh, Science, Technology, and Social Media Reporter, and host of the uh, Social Media Business Hour podcast. And uh, Mr. Nickel, I want to thank you very much for joining us today on the Grok Science Show. Oh, it's absolutely great to be with you as always. And that's all for this week's edition of the Grok Science Show. Make sure you tune in next week for more from the world of science and technology. If you'd like to contact us here, you can email us at science at groks.net. For Grok Science, I'm Frank Ling. And I'm Charles Lee. Make sure you also see us on the web at www.groks.net. Have a great afternoon and keep on grokking.